All right. Well, welcome to another edition of Let's Talk with Michelle Hardman. Glad you're all tuning in. I know it's going to be hard to tell when you're going to listen to this, but I'm recording this on a rainy January dreary day, but there's always cool stuff to talk about no matter what the weather is. And so today I am with Greg Taylor, and we are talking about a variety of things. Going to talk about his career and some of his uh, political stuff he's getting into and just all kinds of stuff. So, Greg, thanks for taking some time for me. Thanks, Michelle. Appreciate you having us on. And you're a busy man these days. Busier than I want to be. <laughs> we, are, we, are enjoying, we are enjoying the journey. We certainly are. All right. Well, tell me what you do for a living, my friend. Well, I am currently the chief deputy for the Lawrence County Sheriff's Department. Uh, which is second in command of the sheriff and daily operations of both the law enforcement and jail divisions. Okay, and you've done that for a day or two, huh? I've been chief deputy for almost a year. I've uh, been at the department since 1996, yeah. so I've been there for a minute or two. <laughs> Got a lot of years' experience in there. A lot of years, yes. What are some of, the th- some of the changes that you've seen in the department? Over 25 years, I can imagine a lot. Oh, we've seen a lot of changes. Uh, equipment, for one. I mean, when I started, my first car had over 200,000 miles on it. Really? You had to carry two or three quarts of oil with you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, now the guys, you know, we're, we work hard. We can get two or three new cars a year. We keep everybody in a, in a pretty nice car, so that's one big change. Uh, equipment, uh, on, the, on that note of equipment, mm-hmm. uh, you know, now we have tasers. Uh, things like that we didn't have when I started. Uh, obviously, our calls for service. There are a lot more calls for service than there used to be, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just a whole different world. How often do you guys have to do training? Is it a continual thing, like every year? We have to do by by state statute. We have to do a minimum of 24 hours of training a year, and that has to include a minimum of two hours of firearms, two hours of defensive tactics and on uh, the cycle motor skills and two hours of emergency vehicle operations mm-hmm. but our personal department policies we have to have 10 percent more i'm mm-hmm. sorry 25 percent more 25 yes 25 percent okay. more okay in, in addition to the 24 hours wow. so we we train on a lot of, we train on a lot of topics you know mm-hmm. so we stay stay very busy with that now do you yourself get called out i like are you 24 7 on call pretty much now? I am a chief deputy. I'm on call 24-7. Uh, if they need me on a, on a major incident, we go out. Um, like New Year's Eve, uh, we had family and friends coming down. I was cooking cooking dinner. Mm-hmm. Got a call uh, about a shooting in Springville. Mm-hmm. Hey, sorry, you know, everybody have a good time. I got to go. <laughs> yeah. Got back home about 2 o'clock in the morning. So that's, that's part of the job, but yeah. I enjoy getting out and, and helping, helping our officers with whatever they need. That's something that I think a lot of citizens don't realize how much how much personal time you guys sacrifice by having to be on the call like that. We do. I mean, you know, all of us have, have done the same thing. You work on holidays, weekends, Christmas, things like that. So it's just it's just part of the job. Yeah, that means you have to love what you do then, doesn't it? I do love what I do. <laughs> I mean, you know, being there that long, I enjoy serving the community. I take pride in my job. I enjoy assisting our officers. I just, I just like my job. I really do. Is there anything about your job or about the sheriff's department in general, even that you think maybe people don't even realize that you guys do? I think it could be just the different types of calls for service. Okay. A lot of people don't realize. You know, we we're working. You know, we work wrecks on the county roads and state highways. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and, and the next minute you may be taking an animal control call. Somebody's somebody's cows may be out in the road, <laughs> or 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 you know somebody gets dog bit. Our animal control officer's not available. Our road guys have to take that. Mm. We we just we cover a lot of a lot of territory, different types of calls. Has it got more dangerous over the years? I think it has. Um, yeah. If you if you just look at the the general law enforcement climate and what's going on across the country. I do believe it has got a little more dangerous than what it had been. That's scary, I would think. It it can be. I mean, you keep it in the back of your mind. That's why we train. Mm -hmm. You know, when you got your procedures and protocols you want to follow. And, and do all you can do to keep yourself and other officers safe. Looks like you'd just be on edge all the time. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, there's been calls where you, you get on edge. But but you, you trust your training. You trust your instincts. Yeah. Well, I have, I've got a question for you. Okay. <laughs> Every now and then I'll see one of the sheriff's cars out on the highway like they're doing radar patrol. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that, that the sh local sheriffs could do a state highway like that as far as traffic tickets and stuff. We can. Our jurisdiction covers all of Lawrence County. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Now, we, we try to predominantly have our guys focus out in the rural areas, mm -hmm. being the county. Mm -hmm. But we do we do get on state highway and patrol. We, we can actually do that. So. Mm -hmm. Didn't realize that. Yeah. I always wonder: Are they looking for somebody, or you know, what, what are they out here? It could be. It could be. You know, we could have had a complaint about speeding cars in that area. It could be we've had a some type of a call. And we're looking for an individual looking for their vehicles. So. Mm -hmm. All right. Interesting. And I know you were another cool thing. You were the dare officer for what? Ten years. A little over ten years. I was dare officer. Uh, Sheriff Sam Craig appointed me dare officer in 2008, and I. I love that job. I had so much fun. We did all the, the fifth grade classes and all the county schools outside the city of Bedford. Um, and folks might remember we had the, had the yellow Mustang, and then we had the camouflage Explorer for a few years, and then we had the blue F-150 pickup truck for a few years. I don't remember the camouflage run. Okay, I missed that, I guess. That, that, was, that was wild looking. We, <laughs> we actually had narrowed down to three or four different designs, and that year at the county fair I had ballots made up, and we let the kids pick. Okay. And that was the overwhelming favorite. Nice. It was the camouflage explorer. It had bright orange lettering on the side. It was it was really cool. Now, if anybody's not familiar with that, tell them what did DARE stand for? Drug Abuse Resistance Education. Okay. So what we did, we go into the class, and we focused on why you should say no to drugs. But more than in addition to that, we also focused on the importance of making good choices and the consequences attached to either good choices or bad choices. So mm -hmm. we, we covered a lot of really good information with the kids. And did they quit doing that program, the D.A.R.E. program, or is it still going? We, we still have a D.A.R.E. program. Our last D.A.R.E. officer retired, Okay. and we have not been able to fill that position yet, but okay. that is definitely a high priority to get that done. Yeah. Are there other opportunities where the kids can, can get up close and personal, I guess you could say, to you guys and maybe see the cars and ask you questions and whatever. Sure. Anytime, anytime they see us out, they are welcome. Welcome to come up and say hi. Um, I know our canine guys do some demonstrations from time to time and the kids get to, to see that. Uh, we have groups that come to the jail periodically. Someone will call and say, hey, can I bring my boys or can I bring the uh, Girl Scouts or the Cub Scouts? 
And absolutely, they come up and we'll give them a little demonstration with the dog maybe and give them a tour of what, what parts of the facility we can. That's cool. Yeah, so so we, we want to be proactive with the kids and anytime they want to come up and say hi, hey, they're more than welcome to. We enjoy it. Can you guys go out like to, to the school classrooms or anything like that? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, actually uh, just about a month ago I got invited out to the... Uh, the new school, the charter school in Fayetteville. Nice. And went out and done just a, a little presentation and talked to some of the kids. So, yeah. Nice. I bet they love that, don't they? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's enjoyable. It's a good time. <laughs> and you were telling me, did you say that you were a uh, training coordinator too? Uh, yeah. Sheriff Craig appointed me full time training coordinator in 2011. Okay. And I held that position until Sheriff Branham appointed me. Well, actually, I held that position until I become chief deputy. Okay. Even after I got appointed major, I was still a full-time training coordinator. And what does that do? Well, my job was to make sure everybody had all their annual training. I worked with all of our uh, trainers, uh, scheduling. I had to report all the annual training to the Indiana Law Enforcement Training Board, make sure everybody stayed up on their hours. And it was, uh, it was, it was a busy time. <laughs> I bet. A busy time. How many officers do we have, roughly? We have 26 full-time officers. Okay. That, that includes detectives and administration. Okay. Cool. Is there anything coming up that you can talk about? Any new things or any whatever? Anything new going on that you could talk about you guys are doing or going to do? Um, yeah. We actually uh, we just graduated four new officers from the academy cool. uh, back in December. And they are finishing up going through their field training uh, period of time. And when they get done, then, that, then we've got a plan in place that will, once we get the manpower back up, that will allow our, we have three canines, three officers in charge of canines, and that will allow them more time to go out and run interdiction, drug interdiction. Okay. And once we get everybody situated and on the road and back back to full status and then we're going to be able to get that program started and we're looking forward to that get our canine officers some more time to get out on the roads and do drug interdiction yeah how long does it take as far as total training if somebody says okay i want to be a sheriff's deputy or whatever from start to finish how many months or years are we looking at oh well you're looking at quite a bit of time um okay. so so they'll apply apply and then we have a, uh, a written test they take, and then we have a physical agility, agility test, and that's based on the, the Indian Law Enforcement Academy has minimum standards you have to meet when you go in the academy and standards you have to meet when you come out of the academy. We actually use the exit standards, so, that, so they have to pass what they would have to pass when they come out of the academy, yeah. and then if they go through that, then they go to our captain's interview board, they do an extensive background check, and then if they're hired, it just depends upon the time frame if we how soon we can get them into the academy. And right now the academy is running 16 weeks. Really? Yeah. And uh, so, mm -hmm. so there's several several months there. Then they get out of the academy, go through their field training officer uh, program. So there's several months there to, to get a guy up and get him going full speed. What's the average age that somebody starts this? Are they you know, pretty young, like? Right out of high school, out of college, or? Um, right now, I'm going to say the average age, we're looking 23, maybe 24, a couple, couple guys in that age, some are, some are in their late 20s. Okay. So, yeah. do, you, do you notice with all the junk that's gone on, it seems like in the last five years, has there been less 
guys that have wanted to get into this field of work? We went through a period of time, and I think a lot of agencies have, other agencies we've talked to, that the number of applicants was down dramatically. Yeah. It seemed like when I started years ago, you would have a stack of applicants a mile high. Mm -hmm. and But they were, I think, just with the political climate in the country and, the, and everything going with law enforcement, it just it just kind of drove the applicant pool down. But I have noticed here lately it seems to be picking back up somewhat. Good. That's a good sign. Yes, it is. Because that was kind of scary to think that we were losing that force, you know, really. Right. Absolutely. So people, I, people don't realize how much we depend on you all until we need you, you know. <laughs> right. Really. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And talking about, then, you mentioned political world. You're going into a whole new venture here. I am. I am. <laughs> what are you uh, running for? We're running for Orange County Sheriff. Okay. And uh, it's it's been an adventure. <laughs> been an enjoyable adventure, but it's been an adventure. Now, what made you want to do this? Well, what's the passion behind this? The passion behind this is I love my job. I love Lawrence County. I've you know I've, I've worked at the department for you know, 25 years. Uh, I have a enhanced understanding of what the office of sheriff entails. I've worked closely, you know, with other sheriffs and and the current sheriff Mike Branham. You know, I work with him on a daily basis on policies, procedures, budgets, things that affect the daily operations of the sheriff, sheriff's department. Uh, in his absence, I assume command of the department. So I have, you know, I have a lot of knowledge, and I'm just I'm passionate about the department, making sure that, that things run good and our community is well served and our officers are taken care of. And so. so this would be an easy transition for you, wouldn't it? I would, well, I would hope so, yes, 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 I would hope so. It should be, it should be a very easy transition, absolutely. What are some of the concerns of yours? Is there anything specific that kind of jump out at you as far as, like, what's going on with our little community here in Bedford and Lawrence County? Well, the drug problem is one. Like, like I alluded to a while ago, you know, we're, we're going to work on that and be able to get our, our canines out more and do, do interdiction. Um, there are just a lot of things that we want to work on. Uh, we've got a very good, I want to say we've got a very good foundation at our department. Yeah. Our officers are very professional. They care about their job. They are concerned about the citizens. So we have a very strong foundation, and I just want to move forward with that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just just keep keep doing what we're doing, and, and just keep growing it and getting better and better. Talk a little bit about our jail. Maybe if people, a lot of people have probably never been in the jail. If you've never been arrested, I guess, or had somebody that was, they've probably never been in there. Probably, probably never have. No, no. And it's um, it was 19, I believe, built in 1990. I believe is when it was built. Okay. And um, it's um, it's kind of tight on space right now with our jail population, but we. You know, the judicial system works very hard to make sure we can keep those numbers as low as possible, mm -hmm. and uh, so we're working on that. I know when I went through the leadership Lawrence County class, I think back in, I want to say, 09 or 10, one of the things we got to do, of course, it met every month, mm -hmm. and one month we got to come and tour the jail. Right. And I'd never been in it, and mm -hmm. so it was kind of interesting. Yeah. It's, uh, it is interesting. In fact, you mentioned leadership in Orange County. I'm actually, I'm in that class myself right well, now. Well, good. Isn't that fun? It is fun. I enjoy it. Yeah. It's been very enjoyable. And uh, last month they come and toured the jail, and I'm like, kind of like, okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, so, Here's my home, my second yeah, home, right? my home, so, yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the first the first time I ever was in the jail, after I got hired, I was down there and I told somebody I said, you know what, 
looking around here, I said about five minutes of this would cure me. I'd never want to come back if I was, if I was locked up. So, yeah. Well, and how does that work? Like I say, some, some people have never been in it. I know sometimes they'll read things in the paper maybe and talking about, the, what is it, the commissary? Is that what they call mm -hmm. that? What mm -hmm. is that? Tell people what that is. Commissary, that is where, you know, they, inmates can purchase phone cards, uh, they have tablets in the jail that they can they can pay money for to get to use the tablets. Uh, of course, they're very restricted on what they can search on the internet. You know, it's very you know it's it's very well regulated. Mm -hmm. uh, commissary e-cigs. They can they can purchase e-cigs and other other items, chips and things like that that they normally wouldn't get. Okay. Yeah. And then that money gets used for what? That money can there's a wide variety of things that money can be used for. It can be it can be used to purchase cars. It can be used to purchase equipment and just a lot of different things okay right. so it's uh, the commissary is a big it's a big benefit to our department okay. how many inmates do we have right now currently roughly I didn't ballpark I didn't, ballpark <laughs> um, I'm gonna say around 100 and maybe today 150 something okay. I, I didn't I didn't actually get time to check the numbers this morning so okay that's all right just ballparking yeah ballparking around yeah okay around there so all right, so your uh, your political campaign is in full swing. It's in full swing. <laughs> it's in full swing. Uh, just been amazed at the the overwhelming support we've got from people. Good. People calling and people emailing and hey, I want to sign, you know, <laughs> and just it's 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 just been amazing. It really has, and I just I'll never be able to show how much appreciation I have for all these good people that are helping us out. Speaking of, if somebody would like to have a yard sign, how would they get a hold of you, or how would they go about doing that? They can contact me at Greg Taylor for Sheriff at gmail.com. Okay, and Greg is with two G's. Greg is with two G's. Yes. Okay. Greg is with two G's, or they can uh, go to Greg Taylor for Sheriff on the Facebook message. Send me, send me a message that way. Okay. Yes. All right, and that'll be here before you know it. It'll be here before you know it. It's coming up very quickly. It sure is. I know you've had the support of your lovely wife. She's been behind you on all this. Oh, my, my wife, Alita, is incredible. Thirty. She put up me for 32 years, <laughs> and she just she's been just incredible through this whole thing. Has worked hard and gives me gives me her full support, and I just I couldn't ask for any more. That's I've awesome. I've been very, very blessed to have her in my life. And I tell you, that does make a difference because this whole political scene, it's a big commitment. And so it, that you do, I mean, people may not realize that, that it involves your whole family when you get into this. It, it does. It absolutely does. And our daughter, <clears throat> our daughter Emily, uh, she'd been working hard helping us with the campaign. And, of course, we have a, we have a grandson we have to help take care of because, you know, our other daughter passed away from diabetes. Mm -hmm. So that that takes up some time, you know. We have to have to take care of Papa's little buddy, as I call him, Waylon. Mm -hmm. But we we get it all managed, and 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 other, you know, my in-laws are great to jump in and help out and watch him if they know we got to go to an event or something. And yeah, it's it it's just working out real well. So, is there anything else that you'd like to talk about as far as the the political side of things that you want people to know or know that you stand for or anything well, like that that we haven't covered? Um, I am a my whole my whole life. Uh, I have been a, uh, a pro-gun individual. I am a strong supporter of the Second Amendment. I belong to several pro-gun organizations, such as the National Rifle Association, the Second Amendment Foundation, the National Sporting Clays Association, and so you know, as far as that part, I am I am pro-gun. I am I am in favor of private ownership of firearms. Okay. 
and uh, you know I went to a been to several leadership schools, and one I went to got to listen to U.S. Congressman Don Bacon. He's a retired general from the Air Force, and he, he is elected from Nebraska. And he talked about having a, a noble purpose as a leader. And our noble purpose, my noble purpose, is to protect and serve our citizens and uphold their constitutional rights in an unbiased manner. And, and that is what we are going to focus on. I like that. So, I like that. And you're on the Republican ticket, right? Lifelong Republican. Okay. Uh, I was raised in a very conservative family with strong values and, and, and faith and conservatism and, and family values. And yes, my grandfather, both my, my one grandfather particularly, was a staunch Republican. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, yeah, so that's, that's how I was raised up. So yeah, right. I'm a lifelong Republican. All right, very good. We'll give them your, let's see, contact info. You have a Facebook page, you said. Let's talk about that again. Yep. They can go there. Mm -hmm. They can message you through that, or you had an email. Yeah, Greg Taylor, Greg Taylor, for, Greg Taylor with two G's for sheriff at gmail.com. Okay. All right. Well, everybody come out and vote, and vote for Greg. We want him <laughs> in there as sheriff, and uh, keep it doing what you're doing, buddy. So well, thank got, you. got a good thing going on here, and thank we're you. glad to have you in Lawrence County. Well, thank you, Michelle. I appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. All right. Thank yeah. you for spending some time with me. I know you're a busy man. Oh, thank you. And thanks to all of you for listening to Let's Talk with Michelle Hardman. Go out, have an awesome day, and I'll see you next time.